But around 2012, in 2012, I was incarcerated in Cook County Jail mm-hmm. for the possession, manufacturing, and distribution of marijuana. I was charged with a Class X felony and a Class 1 felony, um, a Class X, which is non-probational. And I was facing 6 to 30 years um, in prison there in Illinois. So with that, you know, a lot of the things that I worked for previously in life felt like they no longer matter. I had two degrees from the Ohio State University that I haven't been able to use since, you know. Did you know 90% of women prior to incarceration had suffered from sexual and emotional trauma? And 70% of incarcerated women are mothers. The majority of the women returning home will not be able to retain employment with family sustainable income. Fit to Navigate provides hope and well-being. Learn more at fittonavigate.com. What's up? It's Rocky. And we'd like to welcome back all our mind-body tumors. We recognize it's been a while and we're super excited to bring about our season three. Season three, we're going to talk about the community and how it affects women that have been formerly incarcerated or who are now out and trying to get back on their feet. We're excited to have some great guests this season, and we look forward to spreading more and telling the story of how people overcome. You know, the whole thing is you get your mind right, your body will follow, and you become that gem that you are designed and destined to be. No more of this attention destiny disorder. We are well on our way and looking forward to our season three. Gems. Oh, it's a new day. Feeling fresh. Today we are sitting here with Des, our first fit to navigate fellow. And uh, Des, the story has been quite a journey. Um, I'll let her tell you a little bit more about it, but we're really, really excited to not only have her here on the podcast, but also have her as our COO of Fit to Navigate. And uh, again, groundbreaking our first um, fellow of Fit to Navigate and we are looking to make global changes. We also have in the studio with us today her baby love that was born on 614 <laughs> and he is a Gemini. Well, why do you ask why is that important? Because both Des and I are both Gemini's <laughs> and you know it's really like six of us. Yeah, we're, it's, it, you know it's a lot of us in here. I said it's just sitting back and just chilling, making sure that this is being recorded properly, as she always does. All right. So, Des, welcome. And thanks for having me. Um, so I want you to tell us just a little bit about your story and you know how you became involved in the in the justice system and how you overcame all the things that comes with that, as well as like your travels and you know, being a mom, a mompreneur, and uh, not just travels, you did international travels. And then, you know, how fitness is saving your life. Okay, okay. So, um, well, initially I'm from Philadelphia, born and, born and kind of raised also in Columbus. Um, spent a lot of time in Columbus. But, um, so I'm a mother. I'm a mother. Um, I'm a single mother, product of a single mother. And so we know a lot of times that comes with um, 
coming up in those marginalized communities mm-hmm. where the criminal justice system impacts all of us like yeah. on a daily basis. You know, my father was in and out of um, in and out of prison for various reasons. Um, well, one main reason, but uh, I won't get too much into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so it's always been a part of my life, um, mm-hmm. to say to say the least. But around 2012, in 2012, I was incarcerated in Cook County Jail mm-hmm. for the possession, manufacturing, distribution of marijuana. Um, I was charged with a Class X felony and a Class One felony, um, a Class X, which is non-probational, and um, I was facing six to thirty years. I'm in prison there in Illinois. So um, with that, you know, a lot of the things that I worked for previously in life felt like they no longer matter. I had two degrees from the Ohio State University that I haven't been able to use since, you know, because yeah. now, even though that was a brief moment in time, um, the ramifications and consequences um, are basically, you know, attached to me for the rest of my life. So pause right there. So, you know, this man, that's something now. You know, there's something to to hear, like, in 2012, you know, for possession of marijuana. How does it make you feel now that this industry, you can now walk up in a dispensary that looks sort of like a, you know, design like an Apple mm-hmm. store, but yet you're still being punished for carrying, you know, marijuana from back then. Like, you're not even allowed to hear this, this class, this certain classes allowed to make millions and millions off of it, but yet you can't even sustain yourself and your family because they're trying to hold you. How does that make you feel? (laughs) To an extent, it makes me, I don't want to say angry, but frustrated. Yeah, yeah. But I do know that, you know, we know living under this system in this society that a lot of things are by design, but I do feel like it motivates me more mm-hmm. than anything because we can spend time being angry and frustrated, but that doesn't help me, nor does it feed my children. Right. Um, nor does it, you know, empower mm-hmm. or inspire anyone else. So a way to look at that from a positive angle is to just let it motivate you, like find the ways that you can get in, you know, mm-hmm. and um, advocate for, you know, change adjusted legislation and, mm-hmm. and make things happen and inspire people in different ways. You know, it feels like people that were considered experts, you know, yeah. were criminalized and now people... And like you said, they're cut out of these Mm -hmm. industries in many cases. But, I mean, things are changing and some places are actually offering grants to people who have been criminalized for that. But um, it's not happening fast enough. But I will say that it is slowly changing. And, um, you know, we just got to keep making things happen to um, hope that it change faster. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about some of the things like afterwards that you were actually able to do. But then later on, they found out that you had this in... You know, because you've always been an entrepreneur. So yes. you were out there like, okay, I got two degrees. Yes. I'm intelligent. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to go out here and make it on my own and really, you know, do this thing. So can you explain like a couple of things that may have happened that may, you've been industries you were in where they're like, oh, okay, well, you're doing good, but how are we going to take this from you? Yes. Um, so one of the, I actually was blessed enough to get a rather good job after mm-hmm. I came back home to Philadelphia. I was, working, um, interviewing for a job in the securities industry, a black female owned investment company, actually. And so um, I was the first person that they interviewed and she really liked me. You know, Mm -hmm. I was the first person they interviewed. She said, you know, we're we're not even going to post it. I want to hire you right away. Right. You know, Philadelphia is one of those cities where, you know, they banned the box. Okay. But um, she didn't even ask me if I was a felon. I had to just, you know, that awkward moment, like, you know, I have to tell you. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that I'm a felon. But our connection was so good. I mean, the interview went like four hours. Wow. And she said, um, she said, well, I'm going to see what I can do. I'm a let's go to this temp agency and see if we can hire you through them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that wasn't able to happen. Then she said, you know what? I'm going to talk to my boss. They called me back the next day. They're going to hire me as an intern for six months mm-hmm. because, you know, everything's regulated in the um, it's security. security right, industry, right, right. So they can't just go around hiring right, right, right. felons all willy nilly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, but so I was blessed enough to get that job. Nate, after six months, and I, you know, successfully completed the probation period. I was hired on full time, and so that's a blessing. But having an entrepreneur spirit deep down inside, you mm-hmm. know, Jim and I, like, yeah. we can't just sit at a desk. No, like it was killing me. Like fitness wise, like, I was vegan, but I gained forty pounds. So it was like I got this job. It was better than any job I ever had before. They took a chance on me, mm. even with my record. Should I stay here just out of gratitude? You know what I mean? But your but spirit I know being my fair. spirit was dying. Okay. My spirit was dying. My body was dying. It wasn't even my spirit. I was getting fat. I, know, I shouldn't say that on here. No, you, you know should. But I could say it because I was fat. Yeah, okay. All so, right. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. We could talk. We could talk about ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we can do. So I felt that way, and I and I legitimately was significantly overweight. And my health was failing me. My legs was tingling. You know what mm. I mean? We didn't have a standing desk like, you know, we're here now. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But wait, you know, I'm glad you said that because do you know how many people go to work and suffer health-wise for the wealth? Man, I mean, I know. Like, I mean, they offered me a promotion and like more money for the next year. And I was like, I know I can't do this. Like, I used to sit there, I mean, eating big old plates of, like, Parmesan, eggplant Parmesan, mm-hmm. like, just at my desk and just sitting there. Because I at, at the position that I had, I was required to stay there all day for the most part. Right. Maybe have a break here and there, but there was no one to fill my position. So I ate most of my lunches Meals. at the desk. I got you. So I literally wow. was... Which saying, sounds like a lot of America. I mean, my boss even let me get one of those little things where I move my legs yeah, under yeah. the desk. Yeah. But, um, and I was a receptionist, so I'll just be transparent about that. I was a receptionist, yeah. so I was sitting there answering phones mm-hmm. and, you know, greeting guests as they came in. So, you know, I was required to sit there, you know, and it, yeah. it was a small company. And that was fair and I understood that. But I couldn't continue to give up my health and sacrifice my body for a paycheck. Yeah. Right. And so I told myself, I told... Secretly, I told myself, I got to be out of here in like nine months. Okay. Like I had kept the calendar at my desk. I'm like, I just got to be out of here. Mm-hmm. And um, so I established a plan, you know, save my money to leave and to go somewhere where I can optimize my health as well as the health of my children. I had one son at the time. Where did you decide to go? We went to Belize, Central America. Wow. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So um, did you have any problems traveling? We drove through Mexico a few times. That was nice. I loved okay. it. I'm an overlander. That's what yeah. we call people that travel, you know, yeah. by air. We overlander. But I'm saying that you have any problems traveling because of... Well, I actually had my... um. So when I went to Ohio State, I traveled abroad to Ghana. Mm-hmm. So I already had a passport. Oh, okay. So, I mean, but since then, I was able to renew my passport okay. at the embassy in Belize. So I had no problems. Okay. I hear people say that they can't get passports sometimes yeah. for being felons. I know that not to be true in every case. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the case for everyone, so I don't want to give misinformation regarding yeah. that. So people have to do their own research. But I do know that. a lot of traveling felons. Okay. For I mean, for I got that. you know, I mean, for violent crimes, drug related crimes. Mm-hmm. So I, it's it's definitely not just that black and white. I will say. Yeah, got it. Okay, cool. So you went to Belize. Tell yes. me about that. What'd you okay, so, I mean, I will say freedom is not free. So it sounds so great, but I have to say that, you know, everything is not always sugar and rainbows. Like, yeah. we did a lot of struggling. But I met my body goals. Okay. And um, 
I was introduced to a fit lifestyle. Okay. So all the things that I visualized for when I got to Belize, what happened to my body and my family mm-hmm. actually did manifest. But, you know, you know, you got to be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. because I didn't know about all the changes that would occur in the process. Mm-hmm. So many things happened that I would have. I can't say that I wouldn't have gone if I had known that they would happen. Because I would have done it again anyway. All you know? right, that's awesome. a lot of a lot of challenges, a lot of challenges came our way. Yeah, a lot of challenges. I mean, I, we we need a whole nother segment, something to talk about it. But yet, ultimately, so. what you say, the fitness saved oh, your life. Ultimately, fitness saved my life. Yeah, fresh water, you know, clean air. Ugh. You know, we can go down the street and get a bag of watermelon for a dollar, oh, which is fifty cent US. You yeah. know, mango. Fresh peanuts, you know, melons, all mm-hmm. kind of things. Fresh oranges on the trees. Like, you go outside and there's a banana tree in your yard. You yeah. can sustain yourself off of your own property. Like, like the riches that some of these, what the people call underdeveloped countries yeah. have, like, a lot of times they take it for granted because you can come to the States and if we weren't provided for so sufficiently, we would just perish, you know, because we can't just go to an apple tree, most of us that live in cities. Mm-hmm. Or a banana tree or coconuts. Like, there's coconuts. I need to hydrate myself and I don't have a water source. There's coconuts right there. So ultimately, you were still rich in resources. Rich, rich, rich in resources. And rich in spirit. Rich in spirit, rich in health, rich in sunlight. Yeah. A lot of things that people comp. People will choose that, though, for rich in currency. Yeah, they would. But um, I think that goes back to the part about respecting ourselves. We respect that. We don't even touch the money like nowadays. It's digital currency. Yeah. And we give that so much weight and we're sacrificing our physical beings for our connections to the society. Uh Wow. You know? It's like we have have, like our leashes, our leases and these contracts. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. So much to it. Like we have a contract on these homes so we stay here so we can pay rent. You know? And it's just like... Wow. We don't... We're just living to pay rent for the most part. Gym dropper. All right now. So um back here in the States, uh again, we are moving forward and you decided, okay, fitness has saved my life. So now I wanna get into this fitness industry. So tell us how that I was I gotta do this. So not only do I have a passion for helping those or giving back to those who are, are impacted by the criminal justice system, you know, those who are, are currently incarcerated and formerly incarcerated. I have this new fit, passion for fitness. Like, mm-hmm. I see my son getting healthy. Mm. You kickboxing every day, mm. doing aerobics with me twice a week. Like, and I see his body changing. He's not attached to the screens as much. He's, you know, he's being active. He's not behind playing video games all That's day. That's very important. Like, the things that, like, we think are normal. Yes. I'm like, no, we're outside every day. Yeah. Me and my children. Love like, it. the privileges that come with that lifestyle where you may not have all the money, mm-hmm. the privilege of being a mother that spends time with her family every day, mm-hmm. and I'm able to watch them grow on a daily basis all day, mm-hmm. unless I want to send them some somewhere, but not because I have to send them somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I just, I would say that I'm immensely blessed. Like, the opportunity to do that while I'm so young. The I just, fact that you chose this. I chose it. I chose it. I mean, I get a lot of, I get a lot of trouble for it. Yeah, I get a lot of trouble for it because I've. What do you mean when you say trouble for it? Because you know, like choosing to leave a corporate job, yeah, to go be poor in another country. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, good boy. Imagine, you know, people. Again, we talk about the difference. She's stupid, but my value. Rich and resources. My value is different. Like I, you know, I chose. You know, there's a lot of people that miss their kids' first walk. 
amidst their kids first talking. Absolutely. Because I mean, I've been there. Like I used to drop my son off early because I had to I always have anxiety attacks every day before I went to this job. Because the job started at 8 30. John had to be at school at 8 30. Mm-hmm. So it got to the point that I would I would, would get calls when two, three minutes late. I would end up dropping him off outside the school. Oh wow. And hoping that we don't get in trouble early. Just to, I be, had to be at work on time. Mm-hmm. So I'm in, I'm in this, I mean, it sounds so bad to me in, in retrospect, but I'm like, my job is mad. You hear that, employers. You hear that. Like, my job like, is mad. You know, my, I had, I had a, and I don't, you know, I love my boss, but yeah. she, she told me, like, you know, sometimes I had to stay late. She told me, gave me a story one time, and she's, she gets money. She has a mansion. You know what I mean? She told me, one time my daughter, two year daughter, broke her arm. And I left her home with her big sister instead of taking her to the hospital because I had to get these, these, I forgot, packets that you got to send to clients to market the company. I had to get these done. And I got this done. And look at where I am now. I'm like, you're not helping. You know what I'm saying? So, because I'm like, you got money. She had money. Nice office. I mean, she could see downtown. She could see City Hall. Corner office. So she let her daughter stay at home with a broke arm. And I mean, no shade to her because her daughter is beautiful now. She's healthy. You know, she's going off to college. She travels to London. Like she travels the world. They have resources. But I know that there's a significant portion of her life that her mom was not able to be present with her. And so I'm like, it's everything is a trade-off. You know, like I said, freedom ain't free. No, So she can afford these experiences for her daughter now that, you know, may cost a lot of money, things that I can't do for my children necessarily, but our experiences are totally different. But your life experiences, though. They are still experiencing a lot. That's right. And it's um, it's not on the same level financially, but um, I still have no regrets. Right. And um, especially when you see the health, the health of the people, and that's that's key. You know, because every year, all the system... All this season, she'd be in the hospital with yeah. stress, yeah. stress-related symptoms, bronchitis, you know, constantly smoking just to keep yourself able to, you know, maintain That's that lifestyle. That's because ease causes disease. Most Absolutely. people don't believe that, but it's but you so got the, true. You got the digital credits in the account, though, so, you know, yeah. what can you say? What can you say? So, moving forward, now you in the fitness, you're doing your thing. Just became certified. Yes. Congratulations. Working for my credits. Going to yeah, get my digital credits up eventually. Yeah, you got to get those credits up eventually. Yeah. But you um, need balance. What does uh, becoming part of an organization like Fit to Navigate and this whole fellowship mean to you? To me, it means purpose. It, it means that I'm offered the opportunity through years of sacrifice to finally merge my passions mm. in a way that will give me the opportunity to give my children the life they deserve. Mm. And so that I guess I'm like, I'm, I sound excited. If I sound excited, I am excited. Yeah. And I can't hide that excitement because like we've had a lot of sorrow mm-hmm. and it's been a lot of hard times. But you grew through and it. I go, and we grew through it, hella grew. And we could finally like say that there's something to look forward to, like things are looking up and it's all for a purpose. Yeah. It's not to, you know, not to kill ourselves, but you know, to... My baby love is starting to whine. He hey, says, love. Eight weeks tomorrow. Yeah, eight weeks. Yes. Yeah, so, Little um, guy. Yes, and yeah. the children are surrounded. They're going to grow up in fitness they environment. Grow up in love, right? Like that. You say, you say health as well, right? Yeah, it is. It is. So like, it's so me, true. talking about what? <laughs> digital credits. Like they're growing up in an environment that's fully immersed in health and love. Wellness. Mm-hmm. I mean, love. We do one. We do herbalism. Yeah. That's so Create true. art, traveling, eating. A Segedish makes the amazing foods. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Shout out to a How could you have a better yeah. life than this? And yeah. so it's just like all that sacrifice, all that time. You know, the relationships, the sweat equity, yeah. as you talk about. Yeah, the sweat equity. It's finally paying off. And mm. I'm so grateful. Like, so grateful. 
Yeah, we're building relationship entrepreneurs. You mm-hmm. heard that. In Baby Love, eight weeks old. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a t-shirt company called, merch company called The Love You Give. Mm-hmm. And here we are with love, real human spirit. Yes. And then freedom. Uh, freedom. Freedom like, in church. All the things we stand for. <laughs> Super strong. <laughs> Super strong. All the things we stand for okay. right here. And John so, wants to be a trainer. Oh, my gosh. This he is, got this love crazy. for Rocky. Oh, man. This is crazy. She helps take care of him. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> yes, he's a straight-A student. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful young man. And being homeschooled. Yes. I mean, he could. Do, he's built fireplaces. Like, he's traveled the world. He's been in South Africa, Abu Dhabi. Lived in Belize for a few years, Mexico, Guatemala. Well, man, so many places. Oh, it's awesome. Got my passport. All over, like, probably like passport 30, stamps. 30 His passport is full. <laughs> His passport is full. That's why we had to come back. That's love, that. His passport oh, is full, wild. like my son. That's beautiful. That he may not beautiful. be able to have J's, yeah. but he. He's been to South Africa for his birthday. Oh he gosh. had South African friends throw him his ninth birthday party. Awesome. Yeah, I got pictures of that. I love it. I mean, it. you'd never take about the, take mm-hmm. back those Swim types of experiences. Swim in the Indian Ocean. Wow. So, we're going to leave on this note. Yes. What fires does? What fires up her soul? My family, mm. my loved ones, and my community. Mm. And mm. I guess the ancestors have a large part in that. Yeah. That's unseen, but... Absolutely. I feel it in my heart. Yeah. But definitely the people that I love and mm. my community that I love. Right. And when we think about legacy, 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 I hear mostly that you're saying, like, are you doing this for your kids so they can make sure that they get it? And their kids. And, and their theirs. In at least seven generations. I heard that. Well, here we go. You heard it right here. You heard it right here. Dropping gems. Mm-hmm. Buying plantations. Buying plantations, <laughs> you know. And just how one can overcome or how different, how we can embrace adversity, like embrace it and know that through pain becomes growth and through sacrifices, more is on the other side. And also removing fear of security. She said she basically left that desk that was killing her to go on and pursue and travel the world. Good thing I didn't have my knees. Oh, my God. I might have stayed. stayed with us. <laughs> Joking. Rocky got the standing desk. It's like a robot. Everything's a robot right here. <laughs> Telling all this. Telling I'm all joking, this. I'm joking. No, no, no. It's Don't all good. But it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It was a joy to have you here. I mean, as our fellow, like, staying with us to really grind it out and uh, get this thing going. We got some big things happening and to be part of our grassroots startup and believe in us and see the vision is definitely, I don't know, I can't even say it. It's priceless. It's, uh, it takes away the words. It actually just gives me more wind to realize that we are really, really impacting a million souls in a positive way. Yes. And that we got an army that's of shoulders of ancestors that we're standing on and an army of women and voices that we are most coming after us. Yeah, it's coming after us. So thank I'm you so again. I'm blessed to be here. Thank you so much. Thank I you love for y'all this. and I love, love the listeners. <laughs> All right. All right. You heard that. Talk to you soon. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to tune in to Mind Body Gym, a conversational podcast. This podcast was designed with the mission to fund women's freedom via fitness. Special shout out to our strong supporters, especially the Love You Give Project. Check out their merch. It helps us support our podcast and our feature organization, Fit to Navigate. If you're interested in hearing more about our mission, follow us on IG at Fit to Navigate. 
Thank you for the fam that we have that has supported us. Eric Jefferson for the artwork. His wife, my sister songstress, Renee Dion, and her tunes, Wilderness. And Natalie McCray Cross, the photographer for our album cover. We really appreciate all the support and all the strength that we get from you. Remember, until next time, forward is always the pace. Did you know 90% of women prior to incarceration have suffered from sexual and emotional trauma? And 70% of incarcerated women are mothers? The majority of the women returning home will not be able to retain employment with family sustainable income. Fit to Navigate provides hope and well-being. Learn more at fittonavigate.com.